Well, despite the recent tech stock rally in the U.S., analysts are quite cautious on the sector, saying investors should consider taking their profits on tech stocks as earnings prospects grow dim. We're now joined by Oanda Senior Markets Analyst Craig uh, Erlem to take us through the activity playing out in that industry. Thank you so much, uh, Craig, for your time. Let's start off with the Fed effect. I mean, there's so much contrasting data out there um, and commentary that is being interpreted uh, uh, from the Fed officials by uh, different market participants. I mean, what sentiment has filtered through to take stocks on the path of monetary policy? Well, I think obviously it's been a massive hindrance for tech stocks for some time now. We've associated many of these stocks, not all of them, but we've associated many of them with ultra low interest rates. There was a long period of time when being profitable was just simply not a priority. It was all about growth and the environment enabled that. And that's very much not the environment that we have now. So tech stocks as a group uh, were... Uh, were very much hindered. And then we had the pandemic phase, which was very different. Again, we still had very low interest rates, but many of these companies went from being uh, from being very popular to being extremely necessary and popular. And a lot of these companies as well started turning more of a profit and actually started to distribute some of that back to shareholders. So that when this phase hit that we're in now with much higher interest rates, a lot of them were well sheltered for it, but not all of them were well sheltered for it. And all of a sudden, the, those even that were, the valuations had such growth uh, priced in that a correction and a sizable correction of that was almost inevitable. And now we see the phase that we're in now where we had two or three years of enormous growth to meet demand. And that's why we've seen the phase we're in now, which is mass layoffs and uh, tightening the purse strings and uh, positioning themselves for a much more challenging environment. Yeah. So do you expect now for these stocks to see much more pressure? Perhaps not much more pressure. I still think we're going to see, and this goes beyond tech stocks, to be honest, but I still think we're going to see a lot of volatility. We're not going to see consistency in the data at this point, and I think the last six or seven weeks has been evidence of that. There was enormous optimism on the first four or five weeks of the month because we saw some really good economic data, and the last two or three weeks has been very different. Uh, all of a sudden, we've gone from pricing in maybe one, if if any, rate hikes now uh, going forward to pricing in two or three among many different central banks, and in some cases, even more. I think the data is going to determine just how much pain these stocks go through. I do think we're really near the end of the tightening cycle, and I'm still of the belief that we could see rate cuts later this year. And if that turns out to be true, then I still and I think tech stocks are probably in in the main their worst days are behind them. But again, this is an extremely volatile environment, and as we saw last year, anticipating the path of inflation is extraordinarily difficult. Yeah, and talking about volatile, I actually want to go into the tech earnings that we did see coming out of the U.S. recently. It's seeming like a mixed bag. We did have disappointments, for example, from Apple, um, Alphabet, and Amazon, but optimism coming from Meta, uh, Netflix, and Disney. I mean, what taste did those tech earnings leave in your mouth? It, I guess it just proved that no one is immune 
I think if you'd have gone into that earnings season, Meta would have been would have had big question marks around it, and it has done obviously for some time. It's had a few rough earnings seasons, not just this one, not even going into this one. So the fact that we saw uh, them get this one right came as a, a massive surprise, and I think the stock actually rallied around twenty percent on the day it released those earnings, which showed how much surprise there was. But it's the big names that really catch the eye in terms of the Apples, the Amazons, the Alphabets. And they, they, even though they all had their own challenges, they all had a common theme and a common link. One was they've hired too aggressively and they've started to address that. But the other is that they're facing challenges because of the economic environment. So whether that is Alphabet and the advertising revenue and the fact that companies are tightening the purse strings, so demand on that side is is more challenging, or whether that's Apple with obviously still the demand side, apart from one or two different one or two particular devices, um, or uh, the supply chain issues because of obviously the Chinese transition, um, or, 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 or Amazon as well. And again, the, the, even the cloud business in some cases was not performing as well as we've become accustomed to. They all have their challenges and they're all linked to the fact that this is expected to be a really challenging year and companies are responding as companies respond. First, they stop hiring. Then, in the case of tech and some of the banks and some of the companies, they start to lay off staff and they tighten the purse strings until the fog clears. The fog hasn't yet cleared, so the second quarter could still be could still be really challenging. And these are with companies, as I mentioned earlier, with which we are used to enormous growth, and that growth has been priced in. Yeah, of course, now they're also looking to other growth revenues, including AI. Is AI the biggest theme in tech stocks right now? I mean, obviously, it depends on the stock. I mean, it, AI in itself, in of itself, is is a, a massively uh, excitement area where many of these businesses stand to see potential enormous growth. But it depends which company you're really looking at in terms of uh, in terms of where they are anticipating that growth. Microsoft, of course, is the one that really springs to mind after the launch of the uh, the new kind of chat service. Uh, but there's other businesses which are seeing enormous growth and some will be utilizing AI, uh, but some of it is more maybe, should we say, bland than that? I mean, you look at Apple and the growth of its services business. This is a straightforward business model where they've spent years pushing people towards their ecosystem and almost uh, uh, almost creating a sticky ecosystem that's very difficult to get away from if you've got an iPad and an iPhone and you've all of a sudden got the, the at-home devices as well. Um, then it's very difficult to get out of that ecosystem. So you've almost got very little choice but to utilize the services. So the services business has been the sticky part of this business model, which has kept people within that system. It's nothing, uh, it's nothing extravagant, but it is a model that's been years in the making that they are now standing uh, to benefit from. So different businesses have their different areas of growth. And I think, like I say, you look at something like Microsoft or, or Amazon, and the cloud business has been a huge, huge growth factor, and it's going to continue to be so, even if this year is a little bit slower. Uh, all right. Well, thank you very much for your time and for giving us uh, those insights on the tech sector. That was Craig Earlham from Oanda.